Shabbat Tafmim Gimel Amud Aleph. The last thing we did was that we started the Mishnah Membet Amud Bet. It says you can't put a keli under a candle to get the oil. And uh, we sort of, Hastau said, not, you're not allowed to put a keli on uh, to grab the egg that comes out of the chicken on a slant area, we explained. But you could by the ashpa, right by the garbage. And Rabbi explained the reason was because uh, uh, because something that is matsui, something that happens uh, usually, uh, then we're allowed to uh, use. We're allowed to be. Uh, you're allowed to save. You're allowed to you be mevatel keli. You're allowed to. Uh, you're allowed to be toreh according to Tosafot. But something that's not usual, like it going down the slant, we're not going to be toreh. And now at this point, the Gemara is going to ask a few questions. So number one, Eti ve'abaye asks Rabbah, ve'hatzala she'enam etzuyah lo etiru hachamim were not matir something that's not matzui ve'hatanya she'nishbera nishbera lo havit she'em shel tevel berosh kago. Person has a big havit, uh, a big uh, barrel of tevel on his on roof. Mevi keli umeni achtei. You're allowed to put uh, you're allowed to put a keli over there. Let's say you have a wine over there, it's dripping. You're allowed to put a keli to to save the wine. Now, tevil is muktzeh. I'm not allowed to drink it on uh, on Shabbat, and that's something that's not usual. So the Gemara explains We're talking about a new barrel that it does happen where they crack, and therefore you're allowed to come and save it. So okay, so let's ask another Mishnah. You're allowed to put a keli. To grab all the sparks of fire that's coming out of the nair, even though these sparks are muktzeh, and for the for a spark to come and light and ruin things and burn things, that's not matsui. So how could you be mevatel or put a keli over there? My answer is nitzotzot. No, nitzotzot are uh, are uh, it's very it's found. Yes, they do uh, they do burn stuff. It is dangerous. So now mem gimlam with aleph etive. We ask another question. Kofin keara. I'm allowed to put a kiara, let's say, of heres earthenware on the top of the candle, so this way it doesn't burn the, the ceiling. Now, so you're allowed to put it over there, not the ceiling, but let's say a beam that's on top of the, the on top of the, the, around the ceiling area that's on top of where the candle is. Now, the kora, the beam over there is muktzeh because I can't use it anyways. And that's, uh, not, you know, the, the, the so for that type of damage where a little candle is going to burn the, the beam, that's not matsui. That's not normal. So like Max explains, no, we're talking about very low houses that you do have fires that happen over there. The Gemara asks, you have a beam in the, under the ceiling that broke. You're allowed to take a bench, you're allowed to take a pole from the bed and, and stick it over this way, it doesn't fall. And uh, even though the Korah is muktzeh, and that's not something usual, how could you allow to do something like that? No, Stigma explains because we're talking about a new beam that they do break. You have a chance to check it before Shabbat to see how strong it is, and it did break. Okay, here's another question. We put a keli under a leak on Shabbat. Why? So this way uh, it'll, it'll, the water won't uh, ruin the house. Now, the delif, the, the water over there is muktzeh. You can't use it. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's not something usual that happens. So the man says, No, we're talking about new houses, that the roofs are not strong enough, and uh, there are uh, leaks. Rav Yosef, I'll tell you the reason of Rav from what its uh, main purpose is. 
Now it was, it's you. Now we could use it. Now we can't use it anymore. You're making it muktzeh. Side point of Safot mentions that over here, uh, Rashi explains that the problem with mevatel klimehechano. It's like uh, uh, you're like a bone. You because once you put it there, you can't move it. It's like connecting it to the ground. And and, and later on in the Masechet, Rashi says it's more like uh, soter and. Uh, and the Pnei Yeshua explains uh, Rashi pretty well, and the Ritva has uh, his explanation. It's more because of Kvod uh, Shabbat. You have less Kelim to use on Shabbat. Okay, so either way, it's Mishum Mevatel Klimechano. So Abaye now asks a question. You have a barrel full of Tevel. You put something under it. Now, how could you do such a thing? No, tevel can be used on Shabbat. Why? If a person by, you know, did, um, did the, the, the masrot on the tevel on Shabbat, technically it's okay. And uh, the wine or the oil, whatever is in there, uh, would technically be mutar. Yet to be uh, that trumot uh, and masrot are asur to be done on Shabbat is midera banan. And the hakamim weren't going to be gozer, you know, if you already did it. Right away goes up and into this, and he says, "Hey, we have a, we know we have a cloud that, that if a person is ma'aser on Shabbat, he's not on purpose; he can't eat it." And so he, he explains. That's what explains that if you did it by accident and you have nothing else to eat, we gave you a hitter for it. Okay. Now the Gemara asks another question. You put a keli uh, in under a candle. This way, any sparks fall into it. There's nothing really uh, into these uh, into these uh, into these sparks. There are really nothing. Now over here also Rashi uh, contradicts himself. Over here he says you're allowed to pick up the sparks after they fell, and uh, we'll learn in, in about uh, a couple in a couple of dapim that uh, that uh, even uh, there is really nothing to them and there's nothing even pick up afterwards. That's what in uh, means. So. We'll see. Vechen, the Gemara now asks another question. Korashinishberasomchinota besevselu baruchotamita. A beam broke in the ceiling. You're allowed to put a, a bench, you're allowed to put a pole from the bed to, to keep it standing. How could you do such a thing? You're mevatekli mechano. So the Gemara explains, No, this, uh, when you put the bench over there, it's not, uh, you didn't uh, put it so strong. This way, the Ibaishakila, you could always pick it up. Okay, so now the Gemara says, "Notnin keli tahatadav b'Shabbat." You put a keli under the leak on Shabbat, and you're mevatekim yechano. So we said, "No, bedele farawi the water over there. You could drink it." Okay, so the Gemara asks, continues asking, "Kofin et asalif neifrohin shi'alo veradu." I'm allowed to put a basket in front of the uh, the, the, the the I guess the little chickens. This way, they could uh, jump on it and go into the uh, hen house or the chicken house. Now there the Ephraim are muktzim, and now you mevatel the kli mehechano. So the Gemara says, "Kasavah mutal letaltelo." You're allowed to pick up this uh, basket. Hatanya asur letaltelo. We have a that says it's asur. No, beodan alav. That's while they're still on it. Hatanya afal pishe en alav asur. Even if they're not on it, asur. Amar Rabbi Abu beodan alav kol ben Hashemashot. That's if they were on it entire. Because once it's, uh, it was it's Asur the entire Shabbat. And this is where Tosafot goes into the En uh, half a Shabbat. Right? There's no, he tries to prove that there, there's no Muktzeh uh, for half a Shabbat. Means if uh, 
if a bird decided to sit on this basket uh, for I don't know, for two hours on Shabbat, and then he then he jumped off, I'm now allowed to use this basket. And uh, now over here, the Ran and the Rashba go into a whole uh, question: Can can you mivatel a keli for a short time on purpose or not? And interesting sugya over here. Amar beitz hakeshem she'en notenin keli tahatanigot tekabel betzata. So Rabbi Yitzhak is more mahmir. says the same way you can't uh, put a kelit uh, on, uh, to, uh, to save that uh, betzah. The same way you can't, you can't put a keli on top of it. So this, uh, once it's, uh, once, I guess once it came out, this way no one breaks it. This is not like Rav Hasda. Now why? Rabbi Yitzhak holds, and keli nital, you can only use a keli for something that you're allowed to touch on Shabbat. So, we asked him all these questions that we asked before. So, how do you answer? I picked up the ball because I needed uh, this area on the table. And once I picked it up, I could put it wherever I want. The same idea. I needed uh, the, the space over here where the bench is. And once I pick up the bench, I could put it wherever I want, even if it's for... Uh, uh, even if it's for what do you call these things that... that Enonital, right? Tashema. So we have a quite problem with Rabbi Yitzhak. We have a Brayta. Echad betzah shenolda b'Shabbat v'echad betzah shenolda b'Yom Tov. En mital telin. We not touch. Lo lechasod betakeli. You not to. Uh, we don't. Uh, we don't. Uh, not to cover anything with it. Very smoch bakarav mita. You can't use the egg to as a bottle uh, to close a bottle. You can't uh, use the egg to I guess hold up a bed. Uh, I don't know how that word would work. Aval kofe. I guess that there's a Rashi in, in Betza that says that if if you, you leave it exactly on, you could even hold a bed on it. Okay. Av, uh, meaning if it's exactly standing perfect. Uh, okay. Aval kofe alea keli b'shivir But you can put a cup over it or some bowl over it so this way it doesn't break. Not like Rabbi Tzachak says. So the Gemara explains. You could also say uh, you, you need the space. Okay, Tashema. Again, a question on Rabbi Tzach. Porsin matzalot al gabei avani b'shabbat. You're allowed to put um, mats over, uh, I guess, uh, over stones on Shabbat, right? Uh, so this way the rain doesn't come on them. Now, the avanim are mukte, and you see you're allowed to put the uh, mat over it. So even not mukte, how do you allow such a thing? So he would be would answer him. We're talking about sharp stones. The Hazan like said, we need them uh, for the bathroom. They would, that's how they would clean themselves. So you see, it's a bishvil davanital. Okay, so Tashema here's another one. We're allowed to put uh, we're allowed to put a mat to cover, uh, I guess, uh, stones or bricks on Shabbat. Even though the bricks on Shabbat is is, is mukte. So explains the ishtiyur mibinyana. No, they were talking about the uh, blocks or, or bricks that were left over from the building. Meaning we don't need them anymore. The hazyanim is People, it's meant for people to just sit on them. So they are they have a use for them on Shabbat. Okay, tashema. I'm allowed to put a mat over a beehive on Shabbat. And the sun for the heat. Uh, this way it doesn't get burnt. And so it doesn't get rained on. As long as we don't have kavana to trap them. So how do you allow such a thing? No, there's some devash. Uh, there's some honey over there. And I could just take it. Now. By the way, Tosfot on the next page was going to say, hey, but you're not allowed to uh, take out honey from the beehive on Shabbat. 
and therefore it's it is muktzeh. So they explains now we're talking about you already took it out and you're just leaving it. In, meaning, uh, let's say I I plucked it out of the walls, I, I cleaned it up, and just sitting over there, just ready for me to take. So it's like just like instead of me putting the honey in a closet or in a jar, I left it in the beehive, but it's ready there for me to taking. That's what we're talking about. So now let's continue. I understand in the in the summer. There's honey over there. In the in the in the winter there is no uh, there is no honey in the beehive. So why am I allowing you to cover it? Right? It would be muktzeh, right? There's always two combs over there. There's two honey combs over there, and uh, they're always there. And therefore, even during the rainy season, uh, you could always take uh, take them. So now the Gemara asks, But they're muktzeh, they're meant to stay there. They're not meant for people to take. No, the hashivala, you thought about it already, of Shabbat, and uh, I guess maybe we're talking about, you pl- like we Tashvara explains, like you plucked it already. But you didn't think about it, right? You didn't think about eating it, my. If you didn't think about it, so the question is, if you didn't think about eating it, what would be the end? Uh, what would be the halakha? Asur. If that's the case, right? When it says the end of that brayta, as long as you don't think about uh, about uh, trapping the bees, you should just talk about not carrying uh, the the thing uh, the the mats for uh, for muktzeh purposes. It has nothing to do with uh, trapping on Shabbat. Nothing to do with seda. And this is the way it's, uh, it's supposed, the, the Brayta was supposed to be read. That you're allowed to, uh, that you're allowed to carry the, uh, the the mats. When I thought about eating the honey on sh- uh, before Shabbat, and that makes more sense, right? Where did the tzedah come in from? Obviously, this is not like Rabbi Yitzhak. Stigma answers, even though you thought you were going to eat them on Shabbat, right? And Lechorat Shabbat Muta still tzasur b'lvat shalit kaven natsud, as long as uh, you don't have kavana to be uh, to trap them. So now the Gemara asks a question. Um, the Tana of this Brayta, Mani, who does he hold like I Rabbi Shimon? If he holds like Rabbi Shimon, then you don't have to say uh, that uh, the halot that are in there that you thought about eating them from Ma'arav Shabbat. Why? Rabbi Shimon, let them muktzeh. He doesn't have let them muktzeh, right? Uh, since it's Rabbi uh, there is no muktzeh. Ve'ir biyuda, if he holds like biyuda, kilom mitkaven mayav. If he doesn't have kavanat to be tzad, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's he's tzad, right? By putting the mat over his tzad. So what are you telling me if he has kavanat? He doesn't care about kavanat. Hadavash shem mitkaven asur. Right, he holds Rabbi Yehuda holds the Vashin Kavin is Asur. So I'm gonna explain Le'olam Rabbi Yehuda. No, the ton of the Baita holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Umayu bilvat sheloit kavin latsud. What does that mean? Sheloit kavin latsud. Sheloit alsena kimtuda. Don't completely cover it. Delish bokler if leave a little bit open. Kehechid delo litzedu mimel. So this way they're not automatically trapped. So that's what he means. Okay, so right now Rav Asher has a different uh, answer to what uh, Rav Okva from uh, Mishan asked. Now, if you look at the last Amud, go look back to Mem Gimel Amud Alf, all the way at the bottom. Amar, where the question is, uh, sorry, Amar Rav Okva Mishan, Rav Asher, Tinah Bimotahama. 
Ikadevash, Bimotakshim Deleka Devash Maikalimar. So in the summer there's honey, in the winter in the winter there's no honey. So what do you what are you gonna say? And we said uh, to those two halot, right? Now Ravashe has a different answer. Ravashe I'm gonna go back to where we are. Ravashe Amar Mikatanebi Mot Hama u Bimota Geshamim. No, it doesn't say it. It says Bahamam Bipina Hama u Bageshamim Bnagashamim. You're coming to protect it. Katane. Therefore, what are we talking about? We're talking about the spring and fall months. There is, it, it does get hot, but there's also rain. And there's also honey over there. So therefore, you just, uh, you're coming to protect it. It's not that it's empty in the, there's, there's rain and there's, uh, and there's heat and there's, uh, honey. Amadur of Sheshat, Puku, Vimrul Rebitz Hak, Vartigamar of Huna, the Shvatek Babel. Go tell Rebitz Hak that already Ravuna taught whatever you were teaching in Babel, that uh, the Kedi is not uh, carried unless it's for something that uh, can be carried on Shabbat. Why the Amar of Huna, Osin Mahitzal de Met, Bishvil Hai, Ben Osin Mahitzal de Met, Bishvil Met. Now, what does that mean? Mayhi, well, what's he talking about? How do you make a met bishvil mechitza met bishvil high? So the Amar of Shmuel by Yehuda, v'chen tana shelam mori meta mutal b'hama. You have a dead person in the in the heat outside, and we're worried that he's going in the ninety-five degree weather. He's going to uh, you know he's going to have a bad smell. Ba'im shenei ben adam v'yoshvim betzidot. Two men stand next to him. Ham lahem el mata. It's hot on the bottom. What do you do? You put a, uh, you put a, you put uh, Each guy puts a like a bed or something on the bottom, and he sits on it. So they put a mat on top of them. Each guy takes his bed away or his chair away and leaves. And now all of a sudden it's covered on its the, the mat is covered on its own. That's it. And Rashi explains that it has to be done this way. This way you don't have a problem of making an oil on Shabbat. So very interesting. Okay. Now let's continue. Let's go back into that sugya. Uh, there's a dead person in the in the in the stand, outside. It's very sunny. Everybody's going to smell. You're allowed to you know if you know allowed to move him from one bed to the other. Roll him over uh, until he gets to the uh, until he gets the shade. You put a baby on him. You put a piece of bread, something, uh, something that's not muktzah, a piece of bread. Um, and therefore, and you carry him. Sort of the idea is you make the met tafel to the piece of bread, or you because the baby or the baby is more hashuv than the met, and therefore you're allowed to carry the baby using the dead person. Now Okay, if there's a baby, there's a, there's a piece of bread, then okay, no problem. We're talking about where there is no uh, baby, there is no piece of bread. What do you do over there? More savar tiltul minatsad sheme tiltul. Rav held that uh, carrying it in a in a sideways way, where you're just rolling it, it's considered carrying it. And sasur more savar and Shmuel held right. Lo sheme tiltul. It's not called uh, carrying it, and therefore you're allowed to have it roll over. 
that's why Rav needs uh, something on top of him. And Shmuel says, you're allowed to roll him over by touching the bed, not touching him. So the Gemara asks, So say that Rav and Shmuel have the same halakid as the Tanaim. And Matzilin etamet. We can't uh, save a uh, the deceased from a fire uh, to take the movement somewhere else. I heard that you do. So the Gemara explains, what, what are we talking about? If there's a piece of bread or a baby, just put the baby put the baby on top of the the mat and take him out of the fire. If there's not, my Tama Debi Uda Ben Lakish, said that you're allowed to take the the dead out. Ela lav betil tul minatzad. Please, I maybe that so there has to be that they're arguing betil tul minatzad. The more the Tana Kama in this case sabatil tul minatzad shemitil tul, and therefore you can't uh, save the uh, you can't save uh, this mat uh, uh, because there's no what he called uh, baby or bread. Or more, and Debi Uda Ben Lakish savar. It's not considered tiltul, and then you could uh, flip him over. So you see, that's this, and that would be the same machlok as Rabbi Shmuel. The Gemara says, no, lo, 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 lo. Everyone says carrying something from the side by pushing something else. You're just pushing the bed, and the the mat is rolling over. It's considered carrying. So what's uh, Rabbi Udab and Lakish's reasoning that he said you're allowed? No, the reason they were matirid, since people are so worried about uh, their dead, you know, their deceased, that person's going to leave his, his uh, deceased father in the fire. If you don't allow him to take out the mat, he's going to, 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 to extinguish the fire by putting uh, water on it. However, what would come out by mat, you're not allowed to carry him. There is a machlok between the, the, between the poskim. Uh, the rosh allows uh, so you, allowed, if once we were matir to carry the dead person out of the fire. Allowed heter gamur, no problem. And the reef says uh, only betil tul minatzad. Now, just because we have a couple extra minutes, um, I'll just uh, go into a few things that uh, come out lemase. Um, first of all, Tosafot asks when it says the kule alma. Uh, he says, well, we have Rav Nachman who says later on, it's not considered a tiltul. And Tosafot explains that over here, the tiltul is for the mate. You're carrying everything is for the tiltul minatzad is for the mate himself. And in that type of case, we, we're oser tiltul minatzad, right? In that, uh, in that type of case. But later on in the Masechet, uh, where uh, you're, you're just, uh, you want to move it for something else for a different reason, and uh, or you're moving you're moving the bed so the coins can come off. You're moving. That's uh, that would be mutar. And the the reef explains it depends over here. It's uh, nothing to do. With, it's for the mitz, not uh, for Shabbat. Later on, there is lechvot Shabbat. Okay, that's another thing. Now the Ran asks about our question. Just because uh, we said if you don't allow him to carry his father out of there, right, uh, then he's going to come to to be mechabe. He's going to extinguish the fire. Um, so how, how could you be matir something? Uh, you know something. You know one one uh, one mitzvah over the other. How, how could you allow such a thing? So he explains that just carrying, what's the isur? Muktzeh? Muktzeh is the Rabbanan. And Kibui is a Deoraita. So we're so worried that the Deoraita is going to happen. So we're going to allow uh, the Derabanan. And you could just imagine where this uh, sugiah goes. And uh, Baruch Hashem, Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.